0: I was watching it actually from a bar in st louis talking to bosnian soccer players while eating a cheeseburger <laughs> so it was actually very entertaining and um, how was the cheeseburger it was actually really good Burger, i'm really hungry right now you cheese curds uh it's it was just very cheesy very good <laughs> very cheesy yeah. and good just like you buddy yeah well <laughs> so you didn't get much argument
1: So the weekend did not at all go the way we were hoping. Five-point gap was opened by Seattle. They clinched, they're the first team in the West to clinch the the playoffs. Four-game win streak, five-point gap. We only got six matches to go. Thad, how are you feeling about this? Can you make me feel better? Because if you can tell in my voice, I'm not feeling very good.
0: Sporting Kansas City will make the playoffs. Be happy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, you know this fan base. That's not our goal. It's trophies or busts, or, or it's fire for verm-
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, very true. Okay, Lisa. so
1: I guess I should have been more clear in that question. Are we... We've got we've got one game. We still have the, the next game after Vancouver this weekend. We do play Seattle. We've got one chance we to make up three, but I, I don't know. Do I need to concede that we're not getting home field advantage?
2: No, I think it's too early for that too early, but it is getting a little bit serious.
1: <laughs> Four matches in a row. They're on fire. They,
2: they yes, they are. They destroyed
1: us last time. Why? Are, why should we be? Why should I have any confidence the next time around?
2: How R-rated is this show, Cody? Remind me. Um, I believe it is unrated. So. <laughs> All right. So Seattle, get those fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> you want to look at their scores and get some good news, but they never come through for you. Damn them.
1: Yeah, Vancouver really let us down this weekend. <laughs> I, I even tuned in while out at a bar just like i just this brief feet uh, a brief you know glimmer of hope i was looking for and i turned it on and it was it was 3 to 1 already
0: <laughs> yeah I, I i don't remember where i was at but i glanced at one point and i was like yeah well shit
1: <laughs> so vancouver is the team this weekend they are down in just below the playoff line in 8th place after falling this weekend how do we feel about that one? So, well, well, we got Shallowee and Kinda are going to be gone. They're playing midweek, or at least they're with international teams for midweek games that don't know if they will actually be playing or not. But do we know about Shallowie with COVID? Um,
0: no, we, we don't know about anything.
1: Okay. So, well, we I... know, but it's likely that they won't be there then, right? Isn't that the more likely assumption? Shallowee and Kinda will not be available?
0: Actually, I won't say that. Um, they they play on Tuesday our time. They play Tuesday like midday our time. They could be on a plane and be back literally Wednesday morning. Yeah, the games are time on Sunday, so that helps. And, right. So with ever changing COVID protocols, so much yeah. depends on where you're, where you're at, where you're, um, how you were bubbled, when you were tested, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I really wouldn't rule them out being available for sunday at all i'm not okay. saying they will be available i just wouldn't rule them out by any means
1: okay that's good to hear Shallow started got his was that his first start for hungry got his first start and what made it about 63 got subbed out sometime in the in the 60th minute around there
0: yeah, somewhere around i there.
1: didn't did you see any of the game
0: only a little bit and actually i tuned in like right when he was getting subbed out so
1: I know that is exactly what I did. I, I had only just seen that he had been given the nod to start and I turned it on and then saw he had just been subbed out one minute before.
0: And sadly they lost, but after he was out.
1: <laughs> and he's playing again. Well, Hungary is playing again on Wednesday against, I did not see that team It is. Oh, it's Tuesday. Tuesday against England. Well, hell yes. Why was I not familiar with this? Yes. Tomorrow. Tomorrow against England. All right. Putting that on my calendar. And also,
0: I'm pretty sure a minute ago I said they were playing on Tuesday. (laughs) Let's
2: roll the tape back, shall we?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Should probably listen to you, huh? Uh, And then, yeah, Israel and Gadi Kinda tomorrow as well against Moldova, the powerhouse of Moldova. (laughs)
0: you know i thought hungary would take albania too though so maybe albania is stronger than i thought i thought they're only good at like quidditch or something quidditch
1: (laughs) albania has um what is his name okay never mind not who i was thinking of albania different country maybe they are good at quidditch (laughs)
2: back to vancouver i mean facing a desperate team in vancouver a team that plays strong through the midfield uh attacks on the front foot through the midfield doesn't sound like a great recipe for us but uh that's why they play the game i guess but doesn't sound good to me
1: and of course no star striker no alan Polito, continuously hurt i got some discouraging texts yep typical he's always out and then there's the sense of someone needs to be blamed. Are you guys seeing this as well? It's just like everyone's just frustrated that he's hurt. Yes, it sucks. But that's just a thing that happens. I don't know what we what we can do about that. But there does seem to be this sense of everyone is looking for someone to blame. Who can we be mad at because Polito is hurt?
0: I thought everybody was mad at Vermees.
1: <laughs> for signing Why him? Why not? Because he, no. he gets hurt all the time? We don't like him because he gets hurt?
0: Because... And this is not my opinion, but this is other people's opinion: is that he should have been subbed out a bunch of times when he was, when the team was up or down or whatever, and they could have subbed him out. Instead, he ends up being beat the shit out of, and Vermees didn't sub me didn't sub him out again. That's the kind of a opinion out there at times. And that's relevant, I
2: think. Uh, it is interesting, though. I- he plays fifteen minutes, then he plays thirty, and then he, there it's announced that he has knee surgery. So they didn't know how his knee was doing. It reacted poorly the last time, I guess. But uh, that's an interesting situation.
0: It happens. Yeah, it does. I that's think true. the biggest frustration is that it's essentially two years in a row. And oh yeah, last year he was hurt near the end, and you know then was never available for the playoffs. You
2: gotta wonder if there's some structural problem with his knee that. They're dealing with seeing how best to fix it since it's a reoccurring thing. Who knows?
0: Well, this surgery was supposed to be relatively minor, like cleaning some stuff up. So maybe it's just a meniscus trim or something like that. Yeah.
1: Who do I need to find for their phone back there, huh? I hear somebody's phone.
0: Oh, sorry.
1: That was me. (laughs) All right, Mr. Popular.
0: Another twist on that, though, was wasn't he kind of re-injured when he was horse collared up in Minnesota? Wasn't that like when he has, he's been basically injured since that point.
1: Yes. I recall after that point, them saying that that play was ended up being a little more serious than we had thought.
0: So this is one of those. I think we should be able to go back and retroactively red card somebody.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That sounds logistically very easy to do.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, I think we could red card him against the next time sporting plays against him. That's what it is.
2: Be great you just start the match, man up, call the league up, Fed. See what they say.
0: That is, a, and again, it's one of those like fantasy things you always want to be able to do is like punish, make a greater punishment for when somebody injures somebody. You know, it more affects that player and the team that had the player hurt benefits from it. So, like, if somebody hurts somebody, maybe they missed four games against that team. So, like, that guy hurt Polito. Maybe he can't play for four times against sporting, no matter what team he's on. Izzy's another one that I'd have no faith in being completely healthy at any point this year. Um, has Roger been supplanted now? The starting lineup the last couple of games was Mari, Walter, or Voltaire, and Kenda. Has Roger been supplanted as a starter finally? It seems
2: that is finally the case. Or – Vermees is trying to save Espinosa's legs for the playoffs. <laughs> uh,
0: but, um, <laughs> but wait, wait, wait. No, no. According to conventional wisdom, Vermees doesn't do that.
2: Exactly. That's why I
0: laughed. <laughs> but his well, experience
2: in the playoffs will be uh, invaluable as opposed to St. Mari's. Uh, of course, I don't see him starting every game in the playoffs, but uh, yeah, I think the go-to midfield is the one you mentioned for sure.
1: Yes, Wednesday, actually Wednesday, U.S. men's national team versus Costa Rica in Columbus, back on home soil. Columbus seems to be one venue that we think has the best home field advantage for any of the spots of the national team here, which is a very difficult thing to do. But the problem is Costa Rica is going to be, Costa Rica is down in fifth place. So they're going to be coming here very hungry for points. They're underperforming as well. And if Panama was a test, well, we didn't think that was going to be a test. But if that was, then Costa Rica is going to be as well.
0: No, who, did, who didn't think Panama was going to be a test? Apparently the
1: players and Greg <laughs>
2: Exactly. <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> I don't think Burhalter didn't think it was going to be a test at all, quite honestly.
1: Well, what was that lineup then?
0: All right. So look, I, I'm always the one that's trying to play. You know, devil's advocate and stuff. So here, I'll I will try to put on a burhalter hat. Maybe it would be a skull cap would be a better way to describe it. But <laughs> y- you absolutely have to do everything you can to win your home games, and then you try to steal points on the road. With going to Panama, he couldn't take uh, Stephen. Uh, I forget who else now, but and McKinney had been injured in the the previous game, so leave him at home to get therapy training massaged whatever don't risk him going out running around in the streets of panama without a mask on and all that type of stuff so that lineup down there was basically putting veterans together that had played together i don't particularly love those veterans at least all of them out there at the same time but that was the probably the logic was go out there put them all out there try to steal a point i think there's probably some different things i would have done i think there's some different things he should have done but that was the logic of that lineup out there Fair enough. But it didn't work. It didn't work. It did not. And I think he should have brought in some other players later in the game in order to try to steal that point better. Jean Luca?
1: Yeah, some other players like our old friend Jean Luca Bucio. How
0: about that one? <laughs> Bucio. Hey, where's that song at?
1: Oh no. <laughs> I can't tell. Yeah, should we do we need to talk about that song? Do we actually like that song? I can't tell if everyone actually likes uh, it.
0: Yeah. No. Cool. Like it as in I'm gonna put it on Spotify and listen to it on repeat. <laughs> Hell no! It was creative. It was.
1: Yeah, I just I like when I like fan made anything, so
0: that was fun in that regard. <laughs> it was. Adorably cringeworthy, attractively made. I don't. I, I'm trying to find a good way to describe it. None of that's quite right, but.
1: I don't know if it was adorable, but it made me cringe a little bit. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and honestly, the first time I listened to it, I kind of had the same thing. I was like, I just shut it off pretty quick. But so, after I saw somebody else talk about it, I tried it again, and I was like, you know, that's not bad. Then I played it for my daughter, and she's she loved it.
1: Yeah. For the okay. listeners, we are referring to a video, a fan-made video from the Twitter account Smith of Snow. Not one that I, I don't know that I ever like see that account lingering around us, but made a very long Elaborate, well thought out music video. Is that all him? Is he doing all of those different voices just in different? He just auto tunes it into different levels.
0: Wait, there was different voices.
1: Oh, there's like yes, there's different melodies in it. He yes, yeah, he layered them together.
0: <laughs> I just, all the people you know, he tagged too.
1: <laughs> I guess well, my issue with it is the main hook of the song. The idea that we didn't appreciate him at the time. I we definitely appreciated him. Yeah, I know. Well, it was yeah, kind of. a
0: that's the whole i took it as he it's
1: did like, sorry we didn't appreciate you but we definitely know it did. was
0: he he it was he, sorry he didn't appreciate him it wasn't everybody else i think it was about the uh the singer agreed agreed okay,
1: well then that doesn't make a very good a- anthem then if it was a one very specific guy's apology song <laughs> <laughs> but if it is in that case very well done we gotta get we need to make sure busio sees this i guess maybe that's what the point of this was (laughs) guy really fan really wants Gianluca busio to know that that one fan out there that always doubted him is very sorry for it
0: was his mother tagged (laughs) you know himself tagged that's a good question maybe we need to retweet it with get both of them on there but uh (laughs) I honestly think we should see if this guy would come on for at least a little segment on our show to just tell us and explain to us the story.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it didn't answer any questions. It it created some new ones. The more I watched, the more questions I had.
0: I would like to know how classically trained the singer is, you know, in the musical arts.
2: Then we can get full accurate information from the source.
0: Yeah, I... (laughs) For the first time ever. Uh, all right, let's take a vote. Let's take a vote. Cody, would you like to have the guy on? Yeah, sure. Robert? Let's do it. It's unanimous. I, we need to reach out to him, try to get him on. Again, it doesn't have to be a long segment. Just, I don't know if we need a live reenacted singing of it, but that might be worth it also. <laughs>
2: okay. So Costa Rica, by the way, apparently uh, played eight of their starters in the first two games history has shown so far in this uh, qualifying that you do that your squad's dead for the third game so hopefully that's the case for Costa Rica as well
0: which could be why Berhalter changed up the lineup a fair amount for the second game could be yeah
1: and was subbing out Pepe very early on even in the first game
0: yeah which is which is part of my disappointment as I was hoping he would play more or start in even in the second game but you know, that's the one thing we never really know about some of these is if there is little minor knocks that they know about that we don't, that maybe makes them want to save them a little bit. That's always the question.
1: Whatever. We're just supposed to yell at them angrily no matter what, right?
0: Uh, well, that's some people's MO, yes. but So now, with the results from the, the previous window, the result from the first two games of this window, how do you feel?
1: I feel very good. They're trailing only Mexico at this point, level on points with Panama. There's still so many matches to go that they'll be fine. Isn't it the top, top three, top four, the fourth one goes into qualification. Is that what it is? Yeah, right. Top
0: top three go the fourth yeah. one play, does the playoff with I think it's yeah. Oceana.
1: You know, in that brief window there in between the second and third game of that last window when tensions were high and, People were looking for reasons to get angry and just ready to jump off a bridge if they didn't win that next game. Uh, that the thing I was t- I was talking people off a bridge about was just that there are so many games to play in this hex still. There are so many points to be had. Octagon, octagon, not hex. Oh, yes, yeah, sorry, the oct.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the octo, the ocho.
1: Yeah. So there are just so many. There's so many points on the table to be had and. Even if, you know, they struggle through that game because the game plan wasn't right and things like that, there's just so much more talent that's on this roster. And over the course of all of these games, I they're they're going to they're going to qualify. I'm not even worried about it. They've shown me enough that a slip up one to nothing loss at Panama in a rowdy environment like that is not going to bother me too much.
2: Well, the most worrisome part about it is their lack of intensity I think though Akella Acosta even said before the game maybe we're a little naive about CONCACAF and about World Cup qualifying I think they showed that with their lack of intensity down in Panama I don't think that'll continue at home but it does need to improve and be more consistent
0: I don't know I think that was just all referring to the first window but I don't know how you can remain naive about what it takes to qualify in CONCACAF when you've played in CONCACAF already, you know? Yeah.
2: But look at the performance against Panama. though. It wasn't, it was lackluster. We got to say that, right? That's the word lackluster.
0: Yeah. But I don't, I mean, teams lay eggs. It's like yeah, people, Oh, uh, sporting didn't care about winning that match. You know, that's bullshit. Every team cares about <laughs> winning a match, man. Every player wants to win. I mean, shit. Like I went on the, I played that media game last week. Right. I'm a faddle old guy. I'm like walking out there going, don't run, don't move. Just, pass the ball once in a while right well somebody passed you the ball just and then i'm out there trying to run okay yes my hamstring (laughs) hurt after that all right i want to win i want to play even if i can't i will still try
1: oh i know you were out there on that field trying way harder than you were at halftime in children's mercy park with all those eyes on you i know you were going (laughs) way harder (laughs) there wasn't all those eyes on
2: you yeah but if you look at the quotes from even the players, uh, for example, um, um, Zimmerman was saying that we just lacked the intensity that we should have had. Um, a, lot of, a lot of pundits are saying they didn't move forward aggressively with the ball enough. They were too timid, you know so that's just something that we need to see improved. I won't,
0: I won't disagree that they were not intense enough. I mean that''s that's, in, that's the player's opinion, that's some others' opinions and that's all valid but just to say they didn't, you know, they were just not caring or, you know, they just thought they were going to win. I don't, you know, that's, I always think well, that's, that's not what was said
2: though. Not caring, not want to win. It, just putting in the effort it takes and doing what it
0: takes to win. There's a difference. Yeah. They, they wanted to win that game. They were going to, they put out the effort. They just failed. <laughs> I think there's
1: a little bit of a sense of, yes, the youth wave is great. And there's guys like, I guess you can call Acosta, in my head, he's still young, uh, still a fairly young guy. And, you know, Paul Ariola and guys like that. But there seems to be a lack of a longtime grizzled veteran that everyone on the team just respects immensely that, and, you know, that's the guy that could keep, would have kept everybody grounded. Or if, you know, if that was the issue in this game of not in the right mindset. Right, Yeah that that guy is missing from the locker room I think to some extent. All,
0: all of those guys that would have been that grizzled veteran that would have kept them focused and all that are the ones who failed in fucking Trinidad. Absolutely. <laughs> okay.
1: Oh, I'm not saying oh, I I yes, don't take that as me wanting Josie Altador in the locker room or Michael Bradley <laughs> talking to any of them. Michael Bradley, don't speak to any of them for a long time, please. No, only there, if yeah, you're asking of, for an autograph. All of those <laughs> All of those guys lost their spot. Like, but yes, yeah, so it's not me asking for them. I'm just saying, again, that's them letting us down again. <laughs> you know, those guys are letting us down in the next generation as well. Yeah.
0: And I, yeah, we're on solid ground right there, Cody. We're, we're in agreement. That's, and again, all due respect to all those guys who put out everything in their careers, the the Dempsey's and the Bradley's and the Altadors and Tim Howard and all that stuff. Half of those guys shouldn't have been there in Trinidad. And I do think that most of those guys in Trinidad felt that they were a shoe in and they didn't have, that's the game that I don't think they put out an effort. You're getting so me great. riled up now, man.
1: I oh, know. I didn't know we were going to do that show today, complaining about the TNT <laughs> game like six years ago.
0: <laughs> we'll always complain about that game. Every time we have a world cup cycle, every time that somehow gets mentioned about lack of intensity or the veterans or something, it's, it's going to get brought up. So,
1: That'll be the marker of everything. Like, however, how people use man on the moon. Well, we can put a man on the moon, but we can't do that. That's, everyone will always use that as the benchmark.
2: Always and forever. The TNT if game. you believe we did. The
0: so tough. <laughs> and three on <Okay>. goals ain't
1: all that rough. A skipper has just been sent off. Some part of strong air comes Anything to shake, that's what I'm in My Pug Pug has got me drinking My Pug has got me drinking My Pug Pug has got me drinking